This is Working Tech, where we talk about how tech can work harder so we can work better. Because hardly working isn't an option. But the other reason why we really created it was we wanted to use that data and make it more applicable to get insight. And we want to, you know, not only have that information going to HR and really remove them as a filter and get that information directly to leaders where they become more accountable. Hey, everybody, this is Kevin W. Grossman, creator and co-founder of the Working Tech Podcast and one of the co-hosts. Myself, along with co-founder and co-host Bill Bannum, welcome you to our new series where we'll talk about all things tech in the working world around us, including HR, recruiting, and related technologies. Our guests will include those who make the magic happen so we can all work better. Here's the thing. Every company needs to do a better job of giving their employees a voice when it comes to what it's like working there. WorkTango offers a new approach to engagement and performance management that helps focus employees and managers on doing the right things. Enjoy this conversation that my co-host Bill Bannum had with WorkTango co-founder Rob Catalano. Welcome to another episode of the Working Tech Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and today we are joined by Rob Catalano. Rob is one of the co-founders of WorkTango. Rob, welcome to the show. Bill, thanks for having me. So listeners, I've been very lucky to interview Rob for a couple other shows up to this point. He's a fantastic guest and he happens to be a lovely man and he's based here in fabulous Toronto. Rob, we've got quite a few things to get through today, so uh, let's jump straight in. Firstly, can you tell me why Work Tango? Uh, why, why was it founded and what are the key primary challenges that your solution helps address? We started Work Tango based on a bit of our history. So I spent about 11 years at a uh, Toronto startup, pretty successful one called Achievers, called I Love Rewards before, and it was really focused around how technology was used to help with social recognition in an organization to really drive employee engagement. And for, for a decade, that's what I spoke about. But I know true to my heart that recognition isn't the only thing that helps drive engagement of employees. And what we wanted to do was focus on what are those other drivers. So what we what we did and the reason why we created WorkTang was, one, to help companies get a voice of their employee. Um, and I think the ways that they do that today, like annual engagement surveys or quarterly check-ins, are either too expensive or too cumbersome. And it also takes too long to get that data in and actually do something with it. And then... We wanted to help companies get an insight as what were those drivers of engagement. So they weren't looking externally around what other companies might be doing, but listening to their employees and finding out, you know, they may be doing really great on certain drivers of engagement and really poor on others. And how do they get actionable insight to where they spend their time? But the other reason why we really created it was we wanted to use that data and make it more applicable to get insight. And we want to, you know, not only have that information going to HR, and really remove them as a filter and get that information directly to leaders where they become more accountable, where they, they get more insight into their teams in real time, uh, and, and kind of getting that voice of the employee resonating throughout the whole organization so they always have a pulse of what's happening. Does that mean that you're trying to circumvent human resource professionals and go straight to uh, the people who have the purchasing power? Well, it's not really circumvent. I mean, we what we find today is when the data comes in from employees, and, and for example, the employee engagement uh, example, the survey, it sits with you know external third party for about a month, then it goes to HR and they look at the data and then they have to have conversations with each department. So what happens is there's three months until you can actually start actioning on that data and then it becomes stale. And you know, if you have disengaged employees, they've already left the organization. What we're trying to do is help HR and say, well, if you'd like to have the data and keep it in your hands, you can. 
But what we offer is the opportunity to serve it to other people in the company that are your leaders, that are, you know, should be more accountable to the engagement of those teams and start leveraging technology to get that information to them in real time. Um, because what we found in a lot of the research and discussions with HR leaders was that they were frustrated because they would get this data and they would have to mandate and force these leadership activities that really weren't resonating with leaders. So what they really like about the WorkTango tool is they can actually start using that data themselves, but also get things to the leaders in more real time. How, how do you differentiate WorkTango from your competitors? So there's a couple of uh, ways we look at competitors. We think uh, when it comes to getting that employee voice, there's one layer of competitors that are, you know, the free tools out there like SurveyMonkey or Google Forms. Um, but what happens is that when you ask people information and then you want to slice up that data to get more insight, you have to ask them specific things like what department do they work with or who's their leader or what country are they in? And that kind of removes the anonymity from it. And employees don't offer, you know, a real true responses or true insights into what they're thinking about their work experience. So what we do is we take out that, that situation where we don't have to ask those questions. It becomes very anonymous to employees, but we tie in the, the, uh, the employee data on the HRIS system from the back end, uh, and then we can split up that data in, in better ways. Now, we still keep it anonymous. You know, we have an employee promise that we want their, their, you know, their feedback, and we keep it anonymous, but you don't have to go through that process in terms of asking those type of questions. So it's a small nuance, but a big one when you think about having your employees be, uh, be truthful in their feedback. And the second one is that we differentiate because a lot of our competitors, especially for the you know, other HR-specific solutions, they're very specific and rigid in how they work. You have to ask these amount of questions or this one every day. And ours is actually really customizable. So you don't always have to ask the same ones. Um, you could use it for multiple other things that you want insight in, whether it's onboarding, whether it's you know, exit surveys, whether it's diversity and inclusiveness. So we've become a lot more customizable in what you can do. And I think the last differentiator for us is just the, the data visualization and how do you serve that data to the people that matter and whoever you want. Like, how does it not just go to the HR department? So we see those three points as major differentiators for us. Okay, I'm convinced. Thank you. <laughs> now tell me, Rob, how has social mobile and data management impacted WorkTango's development and market strategy? So this one was really important when we you know, started down this road. And, and the first thing is that when you think of employees, you think of them sitting at desktops, but that's not the reality of our work. It's, it's, you know, they're always on their mobile devices. It's a very blended workforce today. So any experience that we wanted to create in terms of getting feedback from employees had to be seamless, had to be mobile first. So the way that we've created the system is that, uh, again, you can get it on any device. It's very simple for employees to use, no need to get you know, accounts or anything like that, and they can quickly go through and provide their feedback and, and not, not add a lot of friction to that experience. So for us, I mean, when we were thinking about the social part of it uh, and the mobile end, the easier we can get their information, that's where the data can come out and, and, and in an anonymous way give really actionable insight to the companies. Um, now, when it comes to the, you know, the solution development and market strategy from a mobile standpoint, um, or even social, um, there's other parts of our business that we're working on when it comes to goal creation and agile development that I didn't talk a lot about. We're really taking the whole idea about transparency in the workplace and how we really make sure that people are, are you know, transparent about what they're working on and other items. So this is, a, I guess, the key you know, foundation of how we build products and how we develop our solutions. So. Uh, I think every company needs to focus it this way, uh, or if they're not doing it today, really change their their shift of mindset. In uh, one or two lines, 
Okay. Uh, firstly, let's talk about HR pros. How, how does your solution improve the lives of HR professionals? It, it reduces cost and time, right? We've had customers say they could never go back to other systems they were using because it took too long. Uh, and it was actually really expensive uh, to use like third parties for these massive surveys. Um, and I think the biggest solution is actionable insight, right? When they see the gaps in their in their companies from a certain part of the organization or a certain engagement driver, they can act right away and dig deeper um, when they get that data in real time. And then the end goal, it improves engagement and retention of their team. I'm going to be more hardline with you. I only want one or two lines for the answer for the next one um right. how does <laughs> uh, that was at least three or four there rob uh how does how does your solution improve the lives of employees it gives uh it gives employees a voice uh and makes them heard and they're a bigger part of the growth of that organization perfect what, what kinds of reporting does work tango offer for executive leadership directors and and everyday users so we have about four layers um we have one that's full access so you can choose who you want to have full access to the reporting of all the employees' voice, the sentiment of what they're saying, the data that comes in. Um, the second version is you have a full reporting, but they can't access certain surveys. You can kind of limit things that you don't want people to see. Um, then there's what we have is called leadership reporting. And what that is, is you can give access to people only to see reports for the people um, under them in the organizational chart, the people that report to them or you know, uh, leaders with, with under other leaders. Um, so again, you can serve data directly that's relevant to that certain department or location. Uh, and the last one is an interesting one, is that we can also serve data to the employees. There's a toggle in the system that allows you to, if you'd want the whole employee base to see a percentage of what people are asking or answering in the organization, you could serve that up to your employees so that they're, one, it's an incentive to give more feedback because they see where they stand in the organization. But you can also toggle that off if you didn't want them to get access. So we split it up in a way to get it relevant information to the relevant people. Who are your key partners, Rob? And how do they help you help your customers? We have a couple of leadership training partners. So they've taken our technology and then are starting to train leaders or managers um, or parts of the organization on, on some of the implementation of the action items that come from the data. So for us, you know, we're very focused on building great technology, but want to partner with great people on the consulting and services side. So those are the, the major partnerships that, that we have at WorkTango today. Okay, now let's talk about the roadmap a bit. How are you keeping your tech working hard? One thing we've just finished is a beta on sentiment analysis. So even when we think about employee feedback and, and surveys, we think about quantitatively taking that information and looking at averages. And, and that's important, but we also do sentiment analysis on what people are saying for the whole survey or for certain questions or certain parts of the organization. So we try to get deeper. Some of our customers have to you know, sift through tens of thousands of pieces of feedback, and, and that's a challenging thing to do. Um, but the next layer are really focused on, and I'm sure you hear this a lot on these calls, but it's focused on the AI and machine learning of it. So how does our system start digging deeper and asking specific questions based on responses from earlier. For example, if recognition was a, a poor score in an organization, how did the system automatically start digging deeper into finding out what's happening in that driver of engagement? And then obviously on the other part, how do we integrate into other parts of how people communicate, whether it's in the slacks of the world or other things. So um, there's, a, there's a huge part of what's happening on, on that end to try to make the, the system smarter um, and, and get into more of the AI components of things. 
Now, obviously, you and your team have been working really hard. Um, but what exactly are you doing when you're hardly working? When we're hardly working, I think what we do is we attend a lot of like conferences. I think we're always trying to upskill ourselves and be, you know, be uh, qualified for our next jobs. Uh, and I think if I look around the office right now, there's there's a competitive nature. So I think everyone's at some point watching or playing sports. Um, <laughs> that's that's a big topic of conversation here. Um, that's what we spend most of our time doing outside of uh, outside the office. Although we still play a couple of sports inside the office too. <laughs> Now, one other thing that you are doing at the moment outside of the office, although it's going to be hosted at the office, is uh, an event happening on May 16th uh, called Innovate Work TO. <clears throat> I believe you're, you're co-hosting it with some guy from some magazine called the HR Gazette or something. Tell me, <laughs> t- t- tell me a bit about Innovate Work Toronto and uh, what, what you're hoping to do with that event and the, the attendees that you're hoping to come along. I've heard about that guy you're speaking of. Um, he's a he's, he's a good guy. I heard, but um, oh, I don't know. Um, but, I'm, not, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, in terms of the Innovate Work Toronto, um, basically, as an HR and tech community, we're always looking for ways how do we improve how we respond or get ahead of the changing workplace. Right? It's working. You know, it's changing all around us, and we need to do things differently. So our goal is to how do we continually recruit, retain, engage employees. Uh, and share best practices in what other organizations are doing in our city that are really innovating. So what we're trying to do is gather exciting Canadian HR leaders, um, innovators, um, but also you know other people in the in the workspace that are just doing great things to help engage, retain, and inspire people at every point in the employee life cycle. So it, it's something that we're doing to bring people together. And uh, the first one, as you, as you mentioned, is going to be May 16th in our offices, uh, and we're just excited to get great great people that care about work and the workplace um, and really ties to our passion at work tango which is to improve work lives so hopefully we can uh we can you know, see anyone listening here out there and uh you can go to our meetup group uh, innovate work to we're looking forward to it shameless plug there everybody but the event's going to be awesome it's not going to be huge <laughs> it's going to be about up to about 70 people ish for the first one but the, the point here what rob and i are trying to do is to grow a community and uh and to grow opportunities for the people in the gta the greater toronto area to, to come together and learn about collaboration and and what what really will be making a difference to the world of work in the next few years so very exciting uh, more to come on that Rob, just finally, buddy, before we wrap up for today, how can we learn more about WorkTango? You can learn more about going to WorkTango.com. You can check out our social profiles. Uh, we love guests, so you want to swing by the office at Young and Wellington anytime, uh, come by. Or you can find even me personally on you know, on Twitter and LinkedIn at Rob Catalano. Well, that takes us to the end of this particular work, Working Tech uh, podcast. So that just leaves me to say, Rob Catalano, thank you for being our guest today. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. And listeners, until next time, I've been your host, Bill Bannum, and this has been the Working Tech Podcast. We'll be back with more Working Tech soon. Until then, be good and work better. Brought to you by ReachWest Media and the HR Gazette.